Amen, amen. Let us receive Pastor Jones by saying amen. Amen. Thank God for the good singing and the testifying. God is good, isn't he? God is good. Amen. Amen. Somebody sitting out there on your couch or driving in your car. Amen. You know God is good. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, I'm telling you, where would you and I be? Think about it. Think about how God's mercy has been enduring throughout your whole lifetime. Amen. If it wasn't for the mercies of God, my God, where would we be this morning? Amen. So I thank God for the mercies of God. Amen. I need God's love. I need God's favor. Amen. I need God's mercy. Praise God. Amen. As we turn our Bibles to the book of Psalms, the 27th chapter of Psalms. Amen. The 27th chapter of Psalms. Amen. Thank God this morning. Amen. This afternoon, rather. Amen. We need God's help. Amen. We need God's help. We can't live without the help of God. Amen. We can't, we can't make it on our own without the help of God. We can't move. We can't breathe. We can't talk. We can't walk without the help of God. Amen. It's, it's, the Bible says it's in God that we live. It's in God that we move and have our beings. It's in God, saints of God. Amen. The Bible says all things that pertain to life and godliness is in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we need God to move in our favor. We need God to move on my behalf. Amen. Because we don't want, I, I don't want to die. Amen. Uh, amen. And, and know, uh, amen, uh, that I'm in my sins. If you're in your sins, you don't want to die. If you're in a bad condition, you don't want to die. Amen. Uh, so you need the favor of God. And one day with such with some of us, we need the favor of God. Amen. In Psalms 27, amen, verse 7 and 8, the Bible says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry. Hear when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When thou sayest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Okay. Thy face, O Lord, will I seek. So I need you to hear my cry. I need you to hear my problem. I need you to hear my situation. I need you to hear my pain. I need you to hear my sorrow. Hear my voice. Hear my hurt. Hear my pain. Hear me, oh God. I need you. Oh God, I need you this, this afternoon. I'm in a situation that's out of my control. I'm in a situation that's hurt me to the core of my heart. And God, I need you to hear me. I need you to have mercy on me. Because if I could go, I can't go another step without you. I can't make another move without you. I can't go another, another mile without you, God. I need your help right here. So David said, seek, hear me, O Lord. You need God to hear you. You've been crying out to God. You've been praying to God. But you need God to hear you. You need God to move in your situation. So hear me. That's why the, the cry is, hear me. Hear, O God. I'm crying, I'm praying, but are you hearing me? Hear me with my voice. Have mercy upon me 
and answer me. We don't want to just see God when we're in trouble, but we're going to have some troubles. You and I, we're going to have some troubles. We're going to have some trials of life. We're going to have some situations that we can't understand. And you, you need God. We need God to hear us. Hear me. Hear me, O oh God. And answer me. Hide not thy face. And when thou sayest, seek ye my face. You know God been talking to you. You know God has been requiring something of you. You want something from God, but God has been requiring something of you. Hear my cry. And you say, when thou sayest, seek my face. So you know God has been telling you. He's been talking to you. He's been dealing with your heart. He's been, he's been digging around your life. And what, it, what has God been telling you? He's been telling you to seek his face. And my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. If you want God to answer your, your cry, answer your prayer, hear your voice, have mercy upon you. You got to obey and seek the face of God. God is just not going to answer your prayer because you decide you're in trouble and you want to start praying. There's some requirements that you got to meet in order for God to hear your cry. In order for God to hear your plea, you got to seek the face of God. You got to get before God, seeking God's face. It's seeking God's whole desire for your life. Seeking God's word. Amen. Seeking God's salvation. Seeking God's heart. Seeking God's mind. Seeking God's will for your life. You got to seek the face of God. Your back is against the wall. You got to seek the face of God. You don't know which way to turn. And you've been speaking to the enchanters. You've been speaking to the soothsayers. You've been speaking to Cleo and all kind of astrologers and all kind of, amen, uh, palm readers. You've been speaking for a sign. You've been looking for a sign. But your sign is speaking the face of God. Amen. Amen. You might be in a situation where your back is against the wall. You don't know which way to turn. It seems all is lost. Amen. It seems that you're in it all by yourself. It seems that nobody cares. That nobody is sharing your pain and your troubles. It seems that you can't hold out another day. And you need God's favor. You need God's favor. You need God's mercy. You need God's love. You need God's grace. What is grace? Grace is favor. And I thought is, Lord, Lord God, move in my favor. Move in my favor. Move on my behalf. Move, move in my behalf, my favor, my desire, my direction. I need you to move in my direction. I need you to come by here, God. 
They see the stone, kumbaya. Come by here, Lord. Come by here. God, don't forget about me. I need you to move in my favor. You see my plight. You see what I'm confronted with. You see what I'm going through. And I need you to move. I need you to move in my favor. Favor means aid or assistance or support. And in, in life, we need favor. In life, we need assistance. In life, we need aid. There are different types of governmental aid. There's food aid. There's housing aid. There's home energy aid. There's phone bill paid for aid. There's child care aid. There's, there's job training aid. There's aid that we need. You need clothes. There's aid. There's programs. They give you aid. But guess what? It's not free. They tell you it's free, but it's not free. You got to give up something. You got to give up a name, a mailing address, a social security number. You might not have to come out your money, no pocket for your month, for no money, but you got to give up something. If you want God's favor, you got to give up something. God is the resource. Man looks to the government for resources, but there are requirements that have to be met, met to tap into that resource. God is our resource. God is our assistance. God is your favor. God is your support. But in order to get aid, in order for God to hear your cry, in order for God to be touched with the feelings of your infirmities, there's something you got to give to God. God has everything you need. I said God has everything that you need. Everything you need is in God. Outside of God is like being a fish outside of water. You flutter for life. You've been fluttering for peace. You've been fluttering for joy. Sin only lasts the, the pleasures of sin. The joy of sin. The happiness in sin is only for a season. It has an end. But brother, when you go to the source of the source, when you go to the source of the resources, brother, God give you joy evermore. He give you everlasting grace. He give you everlasting peace. Glory be to God. You need God to get the resource. Amen. Paul said, but my God shall supply all my needs. All my needs. Amen. God is the resource for all the assistance that you need. God is the aid for everything you need. God is the support for everything you need. In Psalms, the 50th chapter, verse 10, the Bible says, for every beast, God said, every beast in the forest is mine. And God said, and, and the cattle upon a thousand hills is mine. Everything in life, God owns it. And God can give you what you need.
Amen. Uh, Psalms 84 and verse 11. The Bible says, David said, for the Lord God is a son and the Lord God is a shield. Amen. Uh, and the Lord will give grace. Amen. The Lord will give favor. What is grace? It's favor. The Lord will give favor. The Lord will give you glory. And the Bible says, uh, he says, and no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Amen. God won't withhold no good thing from you if you do what? If you walk upright. There's something that God wants from you. You want the blessings of God? God wants something from you. What is God requiring of you? He's required for you to walk uprightly. He's required for you to walk straight. He's required for you to walk righteously. He's required for you to walk without sin in your life. He's required for you to walk without hypocrisy in your life. You can't serve two masters. You can't talk about both sides of your mouth. You can't cuss one minute and bless God the next minute. Rather, you got to walk uprightly. Sometimes God will bless you just to show you his love and favor to do a particular uh, a task and that's to lead you to repentance. God will have mercy upon your life when you almost got in an accident and your life was almost snuffed out of this world. And you can say that was the mercies of God. The blessings of God when you're in sin is his mercy. It's his love. Why? He's trying to reach you. Just because you got a million dollars don't mean you blessed by God. People got money on top of money. Amen. And they're miserable in their sins. Amen. So we know what a resource is. The resource is God has grace and God has glory. Grace is his mercy. Grace is his love. And grace is his favor. And God said, I will hold, withhold no good thing from them that walk uprightly. Knowing that is a fact, I want to encourage you to do what David said in Psalms 121, verse 1 and 2. David said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. It's time for you to lift up your eyes. It's time for you to lift up your head. For your redemption draweth nigh. It's time for you to stop sinking in your sorrow and sinking down low in your in depression. It's time to lift up yourself. It's time to get out of the rut because you know that there is a resource available. There are so many people that will rather stay in their sins, in the gutter of sin, in the muck and miry clay of sin, and they just deal with hurt and pain rather than paying the cost for salvation. God, you're trying to get your blessings from another source and keep your at the same time but in order to get the blessing of God you got to give up your sin and that's the hard part for a lot of folk 
because they want God's blessings, but they want their sin too. You can't have both ways. Brother, you got to give up one or the other. You can't have God and have your shacking. You can't have God and have your lotto. You can't have God and have your smoking your drugs. You want God's blessing. You are barely surviving without God. Amen. So you got to lift up your eyes. It's time to lift up your eyes. It's time to stop looking down. It's time to stop being down. It's time to stop, amen, going around like you lost your best friend. There is hope for you. Amen. If you look, lift up your eyes, amen, what did God put in the, in the, in the wilderness? He put a, a, a fiery serpent snake on, a, on a, 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 a staff. Amen. And the only thing they had to do is look at that snake and they will live. The people didn't even want to look up to the snake to live. Amen. It's not hard to look up. It's easy to look down. It takes more effort to look up. Amen. Amen. And the Bible says, amen, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from where my help come from. My help come from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. God is our help. God is our supplier. God is our hope. God is our comfort. God is our life. Amen. But there are some requirements that you must meet. And the Bible says in Jeremiah, the fifth chapter, verse 25, Jeremiah 5, 25, it says that your iniquities or your sins have turned away these things, have turned away the blessings of God. And the Bible says your sins have withholding, have withholding. I mean, God is withholding it. God got it locked. God got your blessings on lock. God withhold. You know how they hold your benefits? You say, why are they holding my benefits? Because they expected some extra requirements from you. Why are they holding back on my taxes? Why are they holding back on my food stamps? Why are they holding back on my assistance? Because there's some requirements that have not been met. God said, I'm going to hold back on you. I'm going to hold back. What am I going to hold back? Good things. Good things. Amen. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. But there's some requirements that got to be met. Amen. In Deuteronomy. Amen. There's some good things. Deuteronomy. Amen. God want to open it up to you. Amen. God said, I've got it on lock. I'm withholding it from you. I'm turning away it. I'm turning away these things from you. Your, because your sins is the cause. Your sins is the problem. Your sin is the hindrance from me. Bless. I cannot bless you over sin. You might receive a check in the mail and say, oh, the Lord is good. You, everybody got that. But special favor, but the grace and the mercy and the love. Brother, you can't get that in sin. Brother, that don't equate to money. Amen. Deuteronomy. Amen. The 28th chapter. God said, I got your blessing on lock. 
I'm withholding it. Why am I withholding it? Because of your iniquity. Because of your sin. Because you're living wrong. Amen. In, in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Amen. In verse Deuteronomy 28. Look at this here. In verse number 12. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. God got a good treasure. God got good things. Man, God got a treasure chest, so to speak. He said, I will open my good treasure, the heaven, to give rain unto your land in due season. I'm going to rain down blessings upon your life in due season. Oh, you got to wait on God. Oh, yes, God just don't give you everything because you ask. But there is a treasure house. And you know that what you have need of, you can ask, and the Bible says it shall be given. You can seek, and the Bible says you shall find. You can knock, and the Bible says the door shall be open. God got opportunities. Let him open up some doors. Glory be to God. God said, I'm going to open up. Amen. My good treasure, the heaven to give rain unto your land in, in due season, and to bless all the work of your hands. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and shalt not borrow. But there is, there is a requirement. There is requirement. Go back to verse number one. It says, and it shall come to pass, if thou shalt diligently hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God should set thee on high above all nations of the earth but there's something that, that must be that must be taken care of there's a requirement that must be met you got to diligently listen to the voice of God and you got to observe to do all his commandments. If you want God's favor, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And my commandments are not grievous. If you love me, you won't sin against me. Amen. And I command thee this day that the Lord thy God, he's going to do something with your life. He said, I'm going to set you up. I'm going to set you on high above all nations of the earth. God, God has a way of setting your life up. If you will diligently hearken, you'll have good success. In Joshua, the first chapter, verse 8. Joshua, amen, the next book over. Chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible said, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. You got to observe to do everything that's written in the word of God. You got to make a commitment that I'm going to obey everything that God tells me to do. I'm willing to do it. And he says, and thou shalt make thy way prosperous. And thou shall have good success. Only because of obedience. 
You can't, the Bible says, to obey is better than sacrifice. Many people are sacrificing going to church. That's a sacrifice. But they're not obeying. Many people are in the choir on the earth board doing many good works, but they're not obeying the word of God. Maybe by holding on to a, a title of I'm saved, but you're not obeying all the word of God. You're in a state of omission. You're omitting some things out of the word of God. Amen. In Micah, the sixth chapter, verse eight, the Bible said he has showed the old man. He has showed you what is good. God has showed you. Just like he said, just like he showed you in the first uh, um book that we read amen thy face O lord he said seek my face in order for god to hear your cry brother you got to seek god's face you got to come to a point where you say thy face O lord yes i will seek it amen you got to come to a place you say lord i will seek your face and micah praise be unto god micah the sixth chapter and verse number eight the bible says god said he will show thee Oh, Lord. Matter of fact, look at verse 7. Will the Lord be pleased with a thousand of rams or with 10,000 rivers of oil? People feel that if I give God my tithes and offerings, I'm good with God. Will God be pleased with what I give him? No. God is pleased with what he showed you what he want. He has showed thee, verse 8. He has showed thee, old man. God has showed thee. How did he, how did he show you? He brought good saints by your house. You've seen good examples in front of your life. God has a way of revealing his, his plan of how you ought to live in order to please God to you some kind of way. God has a way of reaching man. Nobody dies and goes to the judgment of God saying, I didn't have a chance. God gives every man an opportunity to live right. I'm not talking about being religious. Live right. I'm not talking about playing church. I'm talking about living right. You got to walk uprightly. There's a certain way you got to walk in order to please God. The Bible says, as you receive Christ Jesus, so walk ye in him. Glory be to God. We can't serve God any kind of way. He said, I've showed the old man what is good and what does the Lord require. The Lord require of thee, but to do justly, but to do justly, to live just, to live righteous, to live right, and to love mercy, to love the mercies of God, and to walk humbly with thy God. There is a certain way you got to walk, you got to walk humbly with your God. Brother, you can't walk any kind of way. You can't walk any kind of way. Brother, God don't walk with the proud. He walk with the humble. God don't walk with a sinner man. He walk with the humble. You got to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and the Bible says he'll lift you up. He'll exalt you. Amen. Amen. In the book of Isaiah, the 59th chapter. Amen. Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 and verse number 1. The Lord's hand is not shortened. Amen. The Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save. Amen. God won't shortchange you. Amen. God's hand is not short. 
Amen, that he won't save. Amen, in sin, you always come up short. Amen, sin, you always come up short. Sin will never meet the, the demands. Uh, sin will never meet, amen, uh, amen. Uh, uh, sin will never uh, favor you. Sin will never move on your behalf. Sin always move against you. Sin always move in the opposite direction of where you want to go. Amen. But sin will always shortchange you. Sin is what's holding you back. Sin is what's treating you unfairly. It's not that man. It's not that woman. It's sin. Sin is what's giving you the short end of the stick. It's sin. Amen. But God said, I'm not going to short you out. I'm not going to shortchange you. He says, my hand. It's not shortened that it cannot save you. I can reach you whatever condition you're in, whatever problem you face with. I can meet the demand. I got the supply for it. I got in my treasure house, in my good treasure, I got just what you need. I will supply your need. I'll take care of you, but you got to meet the requirement. You got to walk humbly with your God. You got to do justly. You got to do right. You got to love and appreciate my mercy and my salvation. Amen. He says the Lord's hand is not short. God don't come up short. Man will come up short. Man will fail you. Man will let you down. But God don't come up short. He got a hand that can reach even unto you. Wherever you are, whatever condition you're in, God's hand can reach down to you and pull you up out of it. God don't come up short. Amen. His hand is not short that he cannot say. Neither his ear, his ear heavy that he cannot hear. But your iniquities are separated between you and your God. Your sins have caused a separation. Your sins has caused a breach between you and God. And God said, I'm not going to hear your prayers. I'm not going to hear your cry. Why? Because of sin. You can cry all you want. Save me, Lord. Have mercy, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. But God said, I don't hear a sinner when they pray. The only prayer that God hears is a prayer of sincere repentance from the heart. And God knows the heart well. People talk about, I'm praying to the Lord. Yeah, I pray to God. Stop saying that until you're ready to give up everything that's wrong. Stop trying to include God in your lifestyle. Stop trying to put God in the center of your lifestyle. Trying to force God's hand to bless you and to be with you and to take care of you and you know you got sin in your life. You know what? The Bible says God will keep silent. You'll think God is okay, you okay with God. But God said, I got a certain day that I'm going to reprove you. I'm going to set your life in order right before your eyes. Paul said, David said, if I regard iniquity or sin in my heart, Psalm 66 says, the Lord will not hear me. The only prayer God hears is a prayer of repentance. Amen. He said, I stretched out my hands all the day long to a disobedient people, gainsaying people, 
Amen. Amen. Bucking against God. Rebelling against God. Psalms 121. Psalms. Psalms. Amen. 119. I'm sorry. Psalms 119. Amen. Psalms 119. And verse 173. Let thy hand help me. Lord, you got to come to a place where you say, Lord, okay, your hand is not short. You've been stretching out your hand all the day long. Let your hand help me. See, that's giving in right there. When you say, God, I'm going to let you help me. It's because you have made a decision that you're going to meet his requirement and his demand. So let your hand help me. Go ahead and let it help me, God. I'm willing to meet the demand and the requirement for salvation. So let your hand help me. Why? For I have made a decision. I have chosen thy precepts. I have longed for thy salvation. I have made a choice. I've chosen your precepts. I chose to obey the word of God. I've chose to obey and observe the law of God. I've chose to delight in the law of God. So God, I've made a choice in my heart and in my mind. And I can open myself up and say, Lord, I'm going to allow you to help me. I'm going to allow you to help me in my life. That takes a surrendering. That takes a, 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 a walking humbly. That takes a bowing down to say, Lord, I'm going to let you help me. Because you know when you're crying to God saying, God, help me, he ain't going to help you with sin in your life. So, Lord, help me. Why? Because I've chosen to live right. I've chosen to obey your law. And I have longed. Oh, there's a longing this morning, this afternoon. If you're not saved deep down in your soul, there's a longing for God and salvation. Oh, Lord, and thy law is my delight. Let my soul live. Let my soul, God, I say I'm always, I'm not unto death. I'm not unto sinking deep to be lifted up no more. Let my soul live and it shall praise thee. And let thy judgments do what? Help me. I have gone astray like a lost sheep. Seek thy servant, for I do not forget thy commandments. In my distress, verse 1, I cried unto the Lord, and what did he do? Now he heard me. Thank God, why? Because my sins are not blocking God from hearing me. My sins are no longer hindering me. I am my distress. 
Now I can cry unto the Lord. And what does he do? He hear me. The Bible says he'll come speedily. The Bible says that's not God avenge his own elect who cried unto him both day and night. God will avenge them. God will come and avenge them speedily. The Bible said, but when the Son of Man come, shall he find faith in God on the earth? Amen. It's going to take faith to get saved. It's going to take faith to stay saved. Amen. And you hear, and, and, and hear me on the YouTube land, and amen, you're in distress. Meet the requirements. It's time to meet the requirements. The requirements is, Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor. And are heavy laden, I will give you rest. The requirements is, uh, amen, whoso call, shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, shall be saved. What are the requirements? If you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. That's the requirement, is walking humbly with your God. Amen. I thought, Lord, move in my favor. In Psalms 27, verse number 7 and 8, Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. And when thou sayest, seek ye my face, what is your heart saying right now? Is your heart saying, thy face, O Lord, yes. Yes, God, I will seek. Or is your heart fighting and rebelling against God? You're going to stay in that condition. Because if you're in sin, you are miserable. You're like a wicked, the Bible says you're like the wicked driven with the sea, driven and tossed with the wind. There is no peace, said my God, to the wicked. You can't cover it up with immorality. You can't cover it up with, with uh, immoral sexual relationships you can't cover it up amen with drinking you can't cover it up and mask it with smoking you can't cover it up with always having company over your house so you can laugh and have a good time and play cards you can't cover it up with parties when you get alone and get quiet then God's Holy Spirit start dealing with your soul amen and go and combing through your life and what do you do you get up the next morning go back again at it Trying to live live, but you are dead in your sins. And Jesus Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. Lord, move in my favor. You need God's favor. You need God's aid. You need God's assistance. You need God's support. And we're here at the Church of God here in 1901, 62nd Avenue South in St. Petersburg, located inside of the St. Andrew's Church building. We are the Church of God, but we're here to support you because we love you. You have a good group of saints of God here ready to support you. Amen. God bless you is our prayer. Our Father God in Jesus name. Lord as we humble our hearts before your throne. Lord we thank you Father and we praise you God. Father for this service thus far. Thank you Lord for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy and your love unto us. Thank you for your faithfulness unto us. My God we pray God for the souls the hearers of the word that have heard the gospel Father. We pray, God, that you'll move upon their hearts, move upon their life. Lord, save them from the very control of sin. Deliver them from sin, Father God. My God, the Bible way, we pray. 
Father God, we pray, God, that you will just continue to bless the furnace of this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen.